0: What's up, guys? We're here with your host, Matt Valentin. And we are here with our new athletic director, Mr. Todd Hibbs. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. Of course. How are you doing today? Good, very good. Um, so let's get right into it. So you are our new new athletic director. Why did you choose Hir- Hiram? You know
1: hiram felt like a match um for me early on it's you know it's one of the reasons i applied first of all i'm familiar with the region you know i i grew up in eastern ohio I went to college in northeast ohio uh the second thing though is you know division three has been where i've spent most of my days in athletics including as a competitor and then as a coach for many years in the sort of the profile of hiram its academic profile you know institutional profile financial profile those things aligned with other places i had been so it was a place where i felt some real comfort just when i read about the institution and then certainly after i visited and got to meet people here
0: gotcha gotcha and now so your background you did graduate from Mountain union that's right so is about 40 minutes away so and they're also d3 so from their difference or difference and similarities to Hiram on mount union what do you think they are
1: well, you know, my connection with Mount Union has been pretty distant in, for many years because I was living in the state of Michigan, and, um, uh, you know, I was five, six hours away uh, from Mount Union, so I certainly still have friends from there, and I ha- have my old coach who I'm still connected with, etc., but uh, that campus has changed a lot since the time when I was there, it's more than doubled in size, doubled in the number of buildings and things like that. So it's, it's a very different place than when I attended. Um, I would say uh, Hiram now more resembles the Mount Union that I attended really? uh, when I went to school in terms of number of students, Um, you know size of the campus and different things like that so so more you know these last 20-25 years I was more connected with um, small colleges in Michigan than uh, Mount Union or any others actually in Ohio
0: yeah so you see the difference in Mount Union how they grew Mm -hmm. how do you think they did that and how do you think we can translate that to Hiram and try to make us grow as well
1: you know matt for me that's a terrific question because uh, as someone who is in athletics the mount union story is pretty inspiring actually uh when i was attending mount union the last two years that i was at mount were the two years where their football success really started to skyrocket they went undefeated a couple of years in a row one of which was under a longtime former head coach named ken Wable, and then it transitioned to a gentleman named larry karis and we watched then across a couple of decades as this institution that i attended you know experienced pretty amazing growth um in terms of programs uh campus buildings um endowment and different things and as i i saw that a lot of that leadership and s- impetus you know came out of athletics with success in athletics and it really transformed a campus and as someone who's been in athletics a long time now in different places and coming to Hiram, i like to think that we can be part you know, of an answer for Hiram and reaching the goals that uh, this institution wants to reach and, and certainly to follow models across the country that have utilized their athletic departments to help them grow, you know, recruiting a larger number of student-athletes, maybe adding additional <laughs> athletic programs, and then having successes that wants to draw, you know, more and more people onto our campus.
0: Yeah, definitely, and I see you also graduated from Michigan State, and they're a D1 team, so what... In their culture, do you see or like what they're doing that we can translate to our small D3 college like ourselves?
1: You know, Michigan State was a very different experience, and I'm grateful that I had it. I actually had it twice. I was there for a couple of years when I got my master's degree, pretty early in my career, and then I I enjoyed it, you know, a good deal. So I went back there uh, years later, and I did three more years on the campus, uh, partly in a doctoral program, and then partly working full time and doing some coaching. Um, obviously a very different experience but what i what i learned at michigan state um, was more about working with i guess diverse populations uh at the small privates that i had been um, on those campuses it was a little more homogenous you know the experience and there was some diversity but not as great as when you go to a place like michigan state when you're meeting people and working with people every single day different world views different um, walks of life Um, ethnicities religions and and it was a tremendous experience for me as someone who had grown up in an area that also was pretty homogenous to go somewhere where I really learned to work uh, with diverse populations and understand the value uh, that diversity brings to an organization um, a department a team a committee and it's something that I've carried with
0: me for many years uh, even in my work today yeah, um, so Hiram is a pretty diverse campus. It is. And most, a lot of our student-athletes, uh, like, I would say, what, 80% of the campus is af- athletes? So...
1: I think that uh it's it's less than that, but but we do have a large number who come here initially mm-hmm. to play sports. Now they might not keep playing them, yeah. right? But they were recruited here in that yeah. regard and that that would probably be over fifty percent climbing more like you're saying. But actually right now for numbers on campus, we're around a third of the campus okay. or a little or a little more um at student athletes. All
0: right. So since it is diverse, how do we bring it to light? How do we show more people around the community sure. that we're a diverse School. You know, it's just a tremendous opportunity, I think, for our young
1: people who come here to get to live and learn in this environment around a lot of, of diversity. Uh, And some of the commitments that we need to have, obviously, as an institution is to help young people manage that because, I mean, we have some people who come here who haven't lived that lifestyle before and haven't had those experiences. And we have to understand that it may take some time for them to appreciate that opportunity as much as the rest of us. But we also need to confront that and nurture that and and move that along. Another thing we need to do is understand um, with a diverse student population and student athlete population like this, we need to have diverse coaching staffs, you 100%. know, diverse faculty, um, diversity in our administration so that all of our students on this campus feel that this is their home. It's a place where they're comfortable, where they have peers, where they have mentors who perhaps have seen life from their perspective and can and can really uh, help them in their educational journey.
0: 100%. So, like, I'm from Connecticut, mm-hmm. and then you have people from Ohio and— and Texas and Cali, like most of our campus. So what is your pitch to them to get here and actually see it for themselves?
1: Well, you know, we brag about our diversity in the recruiting process. I think, you know, I talk with our coaches about it's one of our absolute greatest strengths is that people will come here, they'll make friends and, and have colleagues from across the nation who've grown up in similar ways and yet different ways than they have. So it's a conversation I believe that we have early on in the recruiting process when we talk about it, brag about it, and then as people arrive here, um, as we start to work with our teams, we team build around it and we help one another to learn. You know, How's my life similar or different from yours? Yep. And how's that gonna help strengthen our bond as teammates to understand that even though we may be difference we have a common goal here we mm-hmm. want to strive for excellence we want to strive for growth and we're going to work together learn the lessons that we've learned different places in the country or in the world and uh that's what's going to allow us to uh, propel towards excellence
0: i like that i like that so let's go to another question so since you are our new ad most of these coaches already been here mm-hmm. and they weren't your hires right so how do you create that bond with them and get close to them and know their story so you guys can work together?
1: You know, I think that starts as far back as the interview process, right? I think yeah. it's important um, for candidates who are in a process to be real honest and genuine about how they're going to lead and what their priorities are mm-hmm. and what you can expect um, if they are eventually the higher, the successful candidate that comes in. So I tried to represent myself that way when I was in the process. And then once you arrive on campus, you you begin immediately by developing Mm -hmm. those relationships and letting people know where you are and and what your expectations are going to be. Um, One of my goals in my first 90 days on campus was to meet with every single full-time employee, um, or every, um, excuse me, every single paid employee uh, in the athletic department, which is about 40 employees Mm -hmm. in a one-on-one setting to talk with them about why they came to Hiram, um, what their goals were when they came here, and how close they've come to arriving at those goals. And uh, I was able to accomplish that in the first about 70 or 80 days of being here. And I think that was really important for people to know uh, what my vision is and does it align with the things that they wanna do so that we can work together to uh, begin to arrive at goals, which obviously puts our student athletes then in a terrific position to reach theirs. Got you. So since we're talking about vision, what is your vision? My vision, I think anywhere I've ever gone to work is to create a space that which um if i were to step away in a number of years to leave that space for them to say you know we are in a much better position than we were than he when he arrived and i think that people um absolutely say that about ellen dempsey and in her experience here as a director of athletics and many of the things that she did and we're blessed to still have ellen obviously on campus in a different capacity now but i've already leaned on her a few times and she's been wonderful in greeting me and upon my arrival here but i think that that is um is a key so
0: all right so as like once before any decision started what was your meeting with the coaches like well there are um
1: three areas where i really evaluate um coaches and i wanted them to know that like i said even in the uh interview process and those three areas i believe in evaluating a division three coach is number one in recruiting are, are they bringing the types of um, individuals, young student athletes, to our campus that we want to have on our campus, and are they representing us in the recruiting process well and building their program in that way? The second one is as their student athletes arrive, how are they doing in team building? And by team building, you know, I'm referring to something that you see not just in athletics, but in the corporate world or even over in faculty like let's say uh, in a certain department right In in the sciences or whatever computer science whatever department might be you want to have some team building you want to show that people are beginning to trust one another believe in each other commit to a common purpose and uh, that's a big part of the leadership for coaches so recruiting and then team building and then the product that's out on the field and, and and how are we doing um, and, and eventually, you know, you do end up evaluating people on wins and losses, but I think that's kind of the, the final evaluation tool because that's the one that begins to take care of itself. If you've done the recruiting and if you've built a team, um, and that team building process, you know, it, it gets seen a lot of different ways. I mean, it's how are we doing academically? You know, are, do we support one another? Do our upperclassmen maybe tutor our underclassmen and help them on their academic journey? Um, what are we doing in community are we going out together and supporting our community are we going and watching other sports teams on campus and supporting them or are we going when there's a production a musical production on campus or a play or something else in theater uh, but how are we supporting our community and what are we doing there and if you do those things together it's been my experience that then the winds start to come
0: along so being here and like seeing the records and some teams obviously not is doing better than others do you give your coaches like a timetable to change it and turn it around or do you just see how where it goes
1: yeah that's a great question um, of course yeah, i think that you need improvement plans sometimes and so you know you have programs that maybe are historically more successful and have done well and you're talking about maybe they're going from point b to c or from point c to d they're a little further along in their journey um, how do we go from you know being a 500 team to being regionally competitive and maybe getting into some national rankings versus a team that maybe hasn't won in many years? Maybe their <laughs> roster is light, and the first thing they're going to have to do is build their roster up and get numbers in order to become competitive. So there's an assessment of where are different programs in terms of their success right now, and then um, conversation around an improvement plan. How are we going to get to where we want to be? And that's an open and ongoing conversation that I'm trying to have with each of our head coaches, you know, as we
0: move yeah. along. So saying, like, volleyball team, as we see, are doing really well and have been doing well, mm-hmm. do you kind of look at them as the blueprint for other teams? Or, like, do you tell coaches maybe you should have a sit-down with this, the volleyball coach, and, like, pick their brain about this? Because do you see their team as getting wins and having that culture build up?
1: Yeah, I think absolutely. One of the uh, strengths of this department, and I can't take any credit for it, that's for sure, It it was here when I arrived, is that the colleagues in our department, they do lean upon one another. And they believe in each other, and they support each other, however they they can. We have a, a good culture in that sense and climate in our department. You know, we have some coaches who might be tremendous at recruiting, and others who maybe have to work really hard, <coughs> excuse me, to to get better at recruiting. But maybe their uh, best, you know, foot forward is their marketing of their program, or maybe the X's and O's. And so we all can learn from one another, and we try to do that. I think everywhere from staff meetings to one-on-one conversations to you know water cooler talk. Uh, for example, we have a young baseball coach here who's just in his second year, yep. and uh, Phil Brewer, who's just doing a tremendous job and bringing enormous numbers in recruiting, and we can all learn something from him. And then we have other coaches, you know, who've been here longer and have put in place stronger leadership in other areas, and, and that's what we want to do. We want to lean on each other. You know, you mentioned volleyball. Volleyball is in an interesting transition right now, and Coach dies in her first year yep. as the head coach, although she was, you know, oh, in a supportive role yeah. last year, and she played here, so this is something it's close to her heart she's very passionate about Hiram women's volleyball but one of the goals she has for the program is to not just win more than they lose like they've done for so long Mm -hmm. but to compete on a regional and national level and so when you look at the schedule this year we've played a number of games against top 25 opponents And we've been losing some really close We're and brutally close, tough five-set matches. Yep. I think the other night we went to a fifth set, and it was 15-13 yeah. in the fifth. And, and so her team is kind of learning um, how to deal with a little bit of adversity, adversity when you face teams that are this tough, that are this competitive. But they know that as soon as they turn that corner, they will have then reached another level. And that's what we want to yeah. do, right? We want to keep taking steps up that staircase, and that's what Coach Dye and, and her staff and her team are working on.
0: 100%. So, like, as for that's girls' volleyball, now men's volleyball, their coach just left. And then so what is your process in looking for a good candidate? Do you go alumni, as we see in Coach Dye and Coach Dallas, mm-hmm. or is it open to everyone?
1: Well, you know, it, it's certainly open to everyone. Um, you know, we did a posting, which which attracts candidates nationally, and we did mm-hmm. that in, a, in the right places on the right websites to get a nice diverse pool of candidates, but there are other things that you can do to make sure that you make that pool plentiful. You know, I make some phone calls to coaches around the nation and contacts that we have in the volleyball world to get good recommendations and increase that pool. We're also very lucky to have good volleyball knowledge on this campus. You know, Coach Dye can assist us in this Mm -hmm. search on the men's side. And then Ellen Dempsey, who built this volleyball program to the heights that it reached, Um, she's actually involved in, you know, in our search committee and so forth as well. And, And we've got good leadership. That search committee is actually led by Jim Johnston, who's been here for 30 years or more now as an athletic trainer. And so uh, Jim's doing a terrific job of knowing what we're looking for in a new Hiram head coach. So so we're excited to be in that search right now. We've got some candidates coming to campus probably next week uh, and hopefully making a decision for our student-athletes shortly after that to see who their next leader will be.
0: Perfect, perfect. So any new listeners coming in, we are here with our new athletic director. New athletic director Todd Hibbs, and we're just talking about the basics of the athletic program. So, for you, what are your goals for the school and athletics?
1: You know, goal for the um, for both is to grow, is yeah. to is to um, continually try to increase and improve upon the strong profile that we already have, you know, as an institution. Uh, but one thing I will mention, because it's, it's pretty public knowledge right now, is that all across the Midwestern United States and, and up into the Upper Northeast, um, schools are struggling right now with enrollment numbers and, and really trying to draw... Um, students to their colleges and universities and I mean schools that are old schools that are new large and small this is an issue right now Uh, just the demographics have changed and sort of the population uh, in this part of the United States not producing as many high school graduates that are going out seeking a four-year institution in this this part of the country and so we're working together and need to work together um, athletics and the institution overall, admissions and, mm-hmm. and faculty, to make sure that we continue to uh, bring in strong classes, diverse classes to this institution. And, you know, athletics plays a huge role in that, because, as you mentioned earlier, uh, we bring in a large number of the of the students who come here each yeah. year in each class. And so we just wanna partner to continue to uh, make sure that Hiram is a destination that people want to choose because of both the staff and faculty who are here, as well as the students
0: that they meet when they come to the campus. So talking about getting in more recruits, well, for us to do that, we gotta be competitive and mostly in most sports we have. So how do we become more competitive? you know consistency is important
1: um hiring a good coach um even if i mean sometimes you hire a younger coach is mm-hmm. who you get but it's somebody who shows a strong skill set and you help them to you know, sort of mentor and work with them to develop in the job but you need to hire people who are good leaders who want to be strong ethical leaders who understand the division 3 philosophy mm-hmm. how important the academic component is that it's the primary you know component and that we're going to bring people who have that kind of a commitment, but then uh, holding on to those coaches for a while and and allowing them to have the same assistant coach year after year, and for that program to start to get that team building that I was talking about, and you get a trust between the teammates and the coaching staff and the team. Um, but when you have a lot of turnover, you know, when you continually are replacing coaches yeah. in a certain program or whatnot, and when a young man or a young woman. Um, comes here and has three different coaches in four years it's hard to build a program like that so I think it's about finding people who want to come to Hiram and who want to build something here and then helping them to do that
0: so perfect topic since the men's volleyball team was a new mm-hmm. new addition to the athletics and then now their coach left mm-hmm. how do we keep their the kids from that team to want to keep them to stay here Mm -hmm. and keep them like excited about a new coach a new season well I think one thing and it
1: was really important to us as soon as we found out that our former coach was was going to leave was to communicate with those young men on that team and that's what we did I mean we I actually uh, personally was in the room when he delivered the message that he was going to be leaving so I no time passed between that conversation and okay what are we going to do next so I, I wanted to be there, I wanted to hear their voices and what they were feeling in that moment, their disappointment, and then what their concerns would be moving forward. Wanted to make sure that we had somebody to help them on their journey during this interim period. And we had somebody, you know, right there and Adam um, Hamad, who's the, you know, assistant coach mm-hmm. who could step in and continue to have their non-traditional season on time and take care of things in that fashion. Um, we even involved a student athlete from that team. We let the the team kind of decide who the leader was that they wanted to have step onto the search committee. So we have student athlete representation there who's getting to look at the resumes and getting to be a part of the interview process. So we're doing everything we can to show how genuine we are about finding the next right leader mm-hmm. and incorporating that team into the process. And, and when those candidates come to campus, there'll be an hour as a part of that interview process where the student athletes will be in the room with the candidates. And uh, just just showing them how serious we are about finding someone who can be as great a leader as their former coach was.
0: That's nice I like that. So if you're looking at our conference or Ohio can do you say like we're kind of behind on the equipment aspect of it like field houses, fields, just facilities. Do you think that would make us more competitive and bring in more recruits if we start to update our facilities and try to get on the level as like Denison or like Heidelberg and those right. other schools.
1: Right. Yeah, that that's a great question, and and you always have to be assessing that, right? I mean, one of the first things upon arrival, I sat down with Jim Schweiker, assistant AD, and we went over the list of dreams of the different things that we want to add, and in the short term, in the long term, and, and what we can do. You always have to be evaluating those things, and the truth is, I mean, we're in a conference in the North Coast that um, has some schools that just have a an historic. Uh, um, financial profile that is pretty much out of this world you've got some schools with endowments that are you know approaching a billion dollars uh and it's hard to be on a level you know playing surface with a school that has that kind of money and, and and can um invest in their facilities in that way but the truth is there are student athletes out there and there are coaches out there who feel more comfortable at Hiram College maybe it's our diversity Uh, maybe it's our geography maybe it's a legacy connection uh, you know a parent a grandparent who went to the institution perhaps it's an academic program or a professor that they've made a connection with and i believe that we can compete with those schools with people who decide they love hiram college now that's not to take away from the fact that we owe it to them to do the best we Mm -hmm. can to give them the best facility that we can present uh the best equipment we can and the best coach right so we need to do those things and be astute to those details but i do believe that that you can compete with schools who maybe have a higher uh, finance profile uh, because you've got the right coach and the right student athletes and you're doing things the right way
0: i definitely believe in that um what do you find most rewarding about being an athletic director
1: you know the the reason that i've chosen to uh take this next step sort of in my career and it's kind of been this way from the moment I chose to go into college coaching is because there have been people before me that I've seen in these roles who've done us what I considered a very successful job and served as mentors to me and I've wanted to follow in those footsteps and uh that's why I, I decided to become a college coach you know I was a first generation college student first um, in my family on either side to go off and to go to college and, and get a degree. And I really don't think uh, that I would have made it. I don't, I don't think I would have graduated college if it were not for the coach that I had at my Division three institution. The transition was really difficult for me in learning how to be a college student early on. But I had a coach who believed in me. He articulated that. He held me accountable. He gave me the right dosage of discipline and love and support. Uh, and, And he's the reason that I was able to matriculate, get my degree, and have what was a pretty successful collegiate career, both athletically and academically. And I saw who he was as a role model, and I wanted to be like him. And so that's why I went into coaching. And then in coaching, I had leaders as assistant athletic directors and athletic directors that I saw helping us as coaches. And I thought, maybe that'll be the next step. And so that's kind of how I've arrived here. And I hope to uh, get uh, and continue to get feedback from coaches that I'm supporting them and I'm doing things that are inspiring them. That's my goal, that's what I want to do, is to help them influence their student athletes the way that they want to.
0: Definitely. So for last question of the day, I'm gonna ask, how hard or difficult do you think it would be to replace Ellen?
1: It's tough, that's for sure. You know, though in my career I've had a, a couple of um, opportunities to follow legends in different places. Um, I went to Olivet College to coach wrestling after a 33-year legend who became the winningest coach in the history of Division Three wrestling. His name was Jer Klein, and we're friends to this day. Uh, so I've, I've been in those shoes before where you've had to step in somewhere where somebody has done a tremendous job and really taken a department to another level and to have to follow them. And I think what you have to do and, and make sure that you understand yourself and what your staff understands from the beginning is you are not that person. You know you're going to be somebody else you're going to do some things differently lead in a different way have some different expectations but you trust that if you communicate those effectively and if you're up front with people that they give you a chance and then if you follow through with them and and you make the commitment and follow through on your commitments they give you even more of a chance and and then you can go a mile with that right you can really start Mm -hmm. to build something special so um I'm absolutely grateful for you know what Ellen left behind and put us in a position to be able to do now Um, but we're in a different position and we have some different goals than she had there were things that she needed to do that are done now Mm -hmm. so now we go on to the next task and so I don't think folks will have to compare Ellen or I to each other we both um, have made a commitment in our lives to to help and to support Hiram College to the best of our ability and I'm sure she's gonna do that in her next job and and I'm gonna do that in this position
0: perfect all right guys We are here with Mr. Todd Hibbs. Thank you for coming and having this interview with us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me today. I appreciate it.
0: Of course. All right. Have a good one, guys.